All right, here we go. Are you feeling it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Heart's beating. <laughs> Hold on. Heart's pounding. <laughs> I know. It's exciting. There's it's a lot exciting. of energy. There is today. a lot. All right, here we go. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my water. Let me take a sip of my liquid crack. <laughs> Our cocoa, in quotations. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm in love with the cocoa. See, that should be our theme song. It should, but we don't have the rights to that. Yeah, it's a little above our budget right now. That's all right. We'll get there. I actually have a video of you and I dancing in Vegas to that song at David Guetta's pool party at Encore. Really? Yeah. Video, you say? There's a rule. You're not supposed to take video, co. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. My goodness. Well, hello again, Coco lovers. Corinne and Corinne here, and this is the Hot Coco Show. What's up, Co? Wow, I am feeling a lot of energy today. A lot. There is a, a lot. lot going on today. Feeling good, though. I'm excited. Excited about the future. Same. Your hair looks great. Oh, thank you. I adore you. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to one of our listeners who commented that they also have a crush on Zendaya, which brings me actually to something I wanted to talk about. The Golden Globes just happened and a couple of our favorite people walked away with an award. Jennifer Coolidge, amazing. I don't know if you watched her acceptance speech. I get so much anxiety for the people because the speeches can be so cringy. And then they start playing the music when they're talking too much or too long and they're like trying to speed it up and then the music's getting louder and louder. It's like the most anxiety for me. So anytime I see someone I love getting up there to accept an award, my heart is pounding for them. And Jennifer Coolidge is probably the best example of somebody who you just have no idea what is going to come out of their mouth. You're on pins and needles the whole time, but she did great. It was hilarious. She thanked the people that kept her going in Hollywood for so long before she hit her big break with White Lotus. This is probably the most critically acclaimed thing she's ever done. Right. Critically acclaimed, but she was on Two Broke Girls for, I, I mean, I don't know how many seasons ran on Two Broke Girls, but I watched her for a very long time on yep. that show. I mean, she definitely has respect, but- I guess For White sure. Lotus was more yeah. of a universal type of show, I guess. I guess it's more of a serious, it's a drama. Right. It's a higher production value. Right. And it was funny, Michael White, who developed White Lotus, who's the creator of the show, he also won. White Lotus won an award. He said, this goes out to all the people that passed on the show and were too afraid to touch it because basically alluding it was because she was attached to the show. I actually just saw that Jonah Hill, it was, I think it was a documentary with his... Don't quote me, people. I am not perfect, okay? I will what? fuck shit up. I'm expecting you to be perfect, damn it. I, I mean, when I listen <laughs> to you and I, I just know your words come out so much different than mine, but the thought and the brain is there. It just sometimes it doesn't connect. Anywho, Girl, I feel the same way, though. I'm glad. I feel like I sound like a freaking idiot half the you time. You don't. I actually had a listener write in, and I didn't tell you this, but just said they love our chemistry and they they loved the sound of my voice, which made me very happy. But they also, you know, everybody's a little hard on themselves. So you never know how you appear to mm -hmm. other people. They loved how educated you sounded. Even with, oh. you know, we talk about funny shit, but you really do. You're a very smart girl. I Thank love you. that about you. You are. All I right. really, 
I love that. But anyway, you're gonna make Jonah me Hill. cry. Okay, don't cry. It's not that kind of. Day. I am. You know, I have my special visitor right now, so I am so a you little might cry. emotional. Yes. Yeah, I'll be Actually, careful. All now. right, hold on. <laughs> Let me compose myself. She's gonna start fucking crying. <laughs> I can't give you a tissue virtually. You know that, right? <laughs> I have tissues. Don't worry. Okay, good, good. You have the okay. box of Kleenex next to your bed. I do. I always, well, I always have it right here on my desk, just in case. Okay. You just never know. Right, well, I'm good. reverting back. So Jonah Hill did this documentary. I don't know if you saw it. Rob actually watched it. Did he? He said I feel it was bad. awesome. I felt, it was great. I fell asleep at the last maybe 20 minutes. So I need to go back and finish it. That happens to me a lot. It takes me a couple rounds to get through stuff, but it was really good. And I, I liked that he was admitting in the movie that he struggled a lot with his weight. I love hearing actors and actresses be able to share their truth. And that's one of the reasons I believe you and I teamed up is because we want to keep it real and we want people to be able to speak their truth, mm -hmm. even though it could really play with your mind. I've been really struggling. We record episodes and I'm not here to hurt anybody. I don't want to hurt anyone. I know you feel the same. That's not our goal. We probably will at some point, somebody will be insulted over something. I'm apologizing from now. My intentions are pure. Mm -hmm. My intentions are pure. I want to stress that. So when we make jokes or we, you know, if we take things lightly, trust me when I tell you the two of us put together, there's mm -hmm. no two other people on earth that care more about people than Corinne and I. And mm -hmm. I really believe that in my heart. And I, that's why I love you as a partner, because I know we care about that. So Circling back to Jennifer Coolidge, good for her for taking a role and for all the other cast members who followed suit and were able to produce this amazing show, kept us all entertained. And I'm really mm -hmm. excited, looking forward to a third season, still wondering why she is not going to be on the third season. She mentioned that in her acceptance speech. You have to watch the speech. It's it's really hard to describe because I cannot do an accurate impersonation of her, but she keeps it real. And it makes it so wholesome to see her really feeling these feelings. And it's not this speech that she has written out. She's really speaking from the heart. And my favorite thing is they give her the statue and she's, you know, struggling and she's trying to fix her dress and she puts the award on the ground and everyone laughs fire <laughs> no one I said fucking just, love her she said you know they asked me to come and present and i said no and i hung up on the girl who called me and then i called him back and i was like yeah i'll do it but i'm just too afraid that if i wear high heel shoes i'm gonna walk out and i'm gonna fall in front of all these people and it's gonna be so embarrassing it's not like i can wear crocs with my dolce and gabbana dress <laughs> I hate Crocs. I'm so sorry for your Remember brand. Remember when I was rocking the Crocs back in the day when we lived together? You hated them. You're like, girl, what the hell are I've, you doing? I've never liked them. And that's before they got popular, by the way. You know what? I don't know if it's a genetic thing because my kids don't like them either and all their friends <laughs> wear them. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's really yes, funny. They have really had a come up in the last they, few years. They're still going strong. They're I don't wear them strong. anymore. I had some house Crocs for a minute that I only wore around the house and those don't count. DM us. Do you rock the Croc? Well, this will be our poll for the week. Crocs or throw that shit off a dock. Dock. <laughs> actually, don't litter, please. Yeah, that's true. Recycle them appropriately. I've actually been really wanting to give a shout out. It's a little late in the game, but... 
shout out in heaven or hell, whatever you guys think. But anyways, Barbara Walters Mm -hmm. (laughs) passed away. I believe she was 93 years old. That's amazing. That's amazing in itself. What a bad bitch. Even if she wasn't your type of broad, she was incredible. I am Barbara Walters and this is 2020. Do you remember that used to come on after TGIF? TGIF. And then 2020 yes. would come on and, and it was like we a were all kill. young at the time. And yeah, it was a buzz. Went kill. from like full house and family matters <sighs> to like some. I don't want to watch 2020, but you would get sucked in. Right. Because my mom would always keep it on. Yeah. We're watching it, obviously. They didn't consider it a mm-hmm. actual news channel because she was a woman. So she was born in 1929. Some sources say 1931 is what it says online. That's just what I Googled. Wait, is the source Barbara Walters? (laughs) Yeah. Fast facts. Uh, Death date, December 30th, 2022. She was Barbara Jill Walters, born in Boston, Massachusetts. And other facts. Walters interviewed every U.S. president and first lady from Richard and Pat Nixon through Barack and Michelle Obama. Other notable interviews included... Fidel Castro, a joint interview with Israel's Prime Minister Menachem Begin and Egyptian President Anwar Sadat, Michael Jackson, and Monica Lewinsky. Nominated for 19 News and Documentary Emmy Awards and won seven, also received an honorary award. She was nominated for 33 Daytime Emmy Awards and won three. So she, wow, that girl was legit woman lady, whatever, (laughs) legit badass bitch. For sure. We hope you are resting in peace. I actually saw a crazy meme the other day. It had Martin Luther King Jr. and Frank and Barbara Walters, and they were all born in the same year. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just gives you perspective on how not so long ago things happened in our history. What I liked about Barbara Walters was she didn't let the noise affect her. And doing this podcast, it's definitely not for everybody because you do put yourself out there Mm -hmm. and you do get shade in a lot of different areas. And now that I'm so in it and I really see my voice is being published and Mm -hmm. all of that, it's, it's a different feeling, but some of the most respected people just had to push through that noise. And it's all noise. I mean, even when I was watching, I was watching the second season of the Kardashians. And you were obviously watching this for research purposes only. All for research. Everything I do now is for <laughs> podcast research. And I was watching Khloe Kardashian and she didn't want to go somewhere because she didn't want her picture taken in this. Mm-hmm. And and she's changed so much. And she used to be one of my favorites because she kept it so real. And she mm-hmm. was so funny. And I just really effing hate when noise gets to somebody. And I'm included, guilty. I, I hear noise and you get stuck on it. You really have to be mindful of moving through the noise because there's going to be noise. There's going to be noise in anything that you do. There's going to be noise even if you don't do stuff through family members or friends or significant others. But we really have to push through the noise. And it circles. And that's what Barbara Walters did. She pioneered the way for other women to be in journalism, which is a huge deal. Huge. We need more women voices in all aspects of life. 
And she wasn't afraid. I mean, some mm-hmm. of her interviews were with some of the most controversial people. Yep. So I give mad respect. I'm not saying people have to be your favorite or, but the respect of somebody who is capable of continuing on in their career, mm-hmm. even though they could be feeling defeated, but to keep pushing through and to go till 93 and just fucking kill it in the game. Love it. Yeah, it's very interesting because obviously we just put out our first episode and we sent the link to people we know before really pushing it out on social media. And it's so scary. I didn't even let Rob listen to any of the recordings until it was published, which is kind of dicey because a lot of the stories were about him. He, he's a main character. I did talk about our sex tape, but I kept it pretty PG, but he loved it. So it really helped to get that initial feedback because I was, I've also been really afraid of really putting myself out there for fear of people thinking I'm insensitive if I, if I joke about something. And I really want people to understand the way we get through life is through humor. We're not perfect. We don't know everything about everything. And we're just doing the best we can. If we do fuck up and say something that isn't great, we'll own it. That's the beauty of it. Totally. We got to learn and grow together. We can't keep canceling people because they fucked up. Right. Especially if they're showing intense remorse and saying that they're sorry and really trying to learn and hold themselves accountable. I listened last night to the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast Mm -hmm. and she had... Remy Bader on there. She's huge on TikTok. She does have a distinct voice. And she asked her last night on the podcast, do you ever get comments about your voice? She's like, because I do. And she's like, oh yeah, people say shit all the time. But again, she's like, do you care? And she's like, no, not really. Like you have to really push through noise. You have to push through noise on how you sound, how you dress, how you look, how you act, what you say. It's become a little too much. And I think that the people that are pushing through some of the noise, as long as the intentions are pure, are still succeeding. But if you have not pure intentions, like some other people that are using their platform for negative things, I think that's a different thing. But if you didn't mean to hurt somebody or you're just kind of speaking your mind, maybe you're naive to a lot of things. People grow up in different cultures, different backgrounds, different religions, So I think that sometimes people don't even know they can be insensitive when they're speaking. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I've offended people before without Mm -hmm. even realizing it. Yeah, I don't. We all have. I mouth blabber sometimes and it's something I'm really trying to Mm -hmm. work on, but it's never to offend anybody. It makes me think of Eminem. I watched his induction to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a while back, and he's really someone that just did not give a fuck. And he said some real controversial shit. And don't get me wrong. Some of the things he was talking about were very fucked up. He is so talented. He's one of the only people I've ever thought about writing a letter to saying that I'm really inspired by his music. Can the letterhead be with the Hot Cocoa Show logo? Dear Eminem. (laughs) Dear Eminem. Dear Marshall Mathers, the real Slim Shady. We love you. We do love you. My friend one time grabbed your package while you were performing on stage. Here we go again. Corinne outing me. He apologizes. My husband doesn't know this story. What? So, yeah. <laughs> so if we're airing this. I'll make sure to tell him before because it's very out of character for me. 
for the record. I mean, it's it's borderline criminal. You're lucky he didn't press charges. The statue of limitations has passed on that. <laughs> that was 15 plus years ago. We were at a club and I was front and center, legit front and center. And I just like did like a little reach and grab. Like it wasn't oh hard. I, just, I didn't, I don't even know if I meant to put it there. It just mm-hmm. went up and it just landed right there by accident. Right. Yeah, sure. It was at a club in Miami and it was a smaller venue for a concert. How many people do you think it held? I don't know. The place was called at the time. I can't remember if it was Level or Mansion. It was this club back in the day. I remember probably about a thousand people. Two thousand. Yes. And for the record, this was definitely after not only 12 a.m., but definitely probably after 2 a.m. So and we've discussed this before. Nothing yes, good have. happens after 12 p.m. Wait, no. 12 a.m. <laughs> Wait, 12 p.m. <laughs> Nothing good happens after 12 p.m. I mean, it's kind of true. You might as well just stay in bed. <laughs> yeah, just stay day. in bed all day. Oh, goodness. That's really funny. But so yes, funny. we. I I loved his artistry. His artistry. And artistry. <laughs> Is that yes. what we're calling it? Got it. Listen, How there's was an his initial... artistry? Just wondering. Oh my God. <laughs> I was single. Okay. I was single. Was he the single? Capital S. Uh, Kim's going to come beat your ass. No, this was after. This had to be after Kim. <laughs> I mean, come on. This was. I don't know. They had an on and off relationship for a while. Sometimes you oh, have goodness. to shoot your shot did you get the digits oh come on (laughs) no I didn't I love talking to you about this story because I feel like you really it's not something you've told a lot of people no I haven't I'll never forget it it's something I I keep in my memory I'm still friends with a witness who was right next to me and saw it and if you know me it is out of character for me definitely but I've never seen you put your hands on someone inappropriately no that is not my vibe but I am attracted to talent Mm -hmm. like I'm not really one of those people that's like swooning over Brad Pitt the attraction for me doesn't come solely based on looks Mm -hmm. I'm really a personality person and I I was attracted to Eminem for his skill set. <laughs> I can't. It's making me laugh. Because I'm really not into blondes, okay? Let's get real. But I mean, I don't think that's his real hair color. We it? wouldn't make the best looking couple, but <laughs> we just wouldn't. I found oh. the love of my life. So there Eminem, you missed out. If your Sorry. husband is listening, it meant nothing. It meant absolutely nothing. <laughs> He lost his chance with me, babe. Don't worry. Well, I'm wondering, have you had any other celebrity interactions in your life that are interesting? Yes. Yes. Living here. And did you grab their artistry? Hashtag artistry. <laughs> um, I know there's been a lot of celebrity encounters living in Miami and just traveling to different places. I've seen people, but yes, I've had a decent amount of celebrity interactions One really high up on my list was Michael Jackson, pre-accusational times. He reached out to my stepdad. He had a store. He wanted to come see the merchandise in the store, and they needed to shut down the whole store. And my stepdad called me because I've always been into music and dance and all that. And he knew my obsession at the time with 
Michael Jackson. I mean, he's the king of pop. King of fucking pop. My mom was like, oh my God. So my stepdad called me. He's like, you have 20 minutes to get here before we have to lock the doors and like not let a single person in the store if you would like to come. And I remember I rushed over there and at the time I was like really big into cutting clothing. It was like some weird side hustle of mine. Oh, I remember girl, you inspired me. Actually, Corinne is one of the biggest inspirations behind Threadbanger. You taught me how to go thrift shopping and how to cut my t-shirts and shit. Love that. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I really appreciate that. Which also real quick, we got to give a shout out to the white skirt. The white White skirt skirt story is actually the impetus for this podcast. We started telling that story back and forth. We're like, this would be hilarious on a podcast. So here it is. Corinne took this terrible, ugly ass white skirt from the thrift store and cut it really freaking short. It was super hot and we all would pass it around and wear it out it was like the sisterhood of the white skirt and multiple friends borrowed it and anybody that wore this little white hoochie mama skirt would have a fire night rest in peace to the white skirt which is sad i think somebody ended up borrowing it and never returning it yeah it like ended up in somebody's trunk and (laughs) that was that That's That's how it ends. (laughs) That's how it ends. It ended up on some rando's floor and the person was wearing his sweatpants doing the walk of shame home. That's it. That skirt is retired. (laughs) Anyway, circling Circling back. back. This is our ADHD brain. Sorry about that. This will happen a lot. We're actually going to do an episode on ADHD. So stay tuned. We will always circle back. Circling back. I cut the Rambo sweatshirt. Bought from the Salvation Army for 99 cents. Hot. Cut it. Made it off the shoulder. Jetted to the store. Sat down. I was starving. I hadn't eaten dinner. Brought my Chinese food with me. And I sat on the desk and walks in the king of fucking pop. Crazy. I would have died. I just got the chills. My mom was acting like such a thirsty. (laughs) She was (laughs) she was so thirsty i was like mom chill she's like oh my god i've been watching you since i'm five years old and i was so mellow i don't get starstruck i don't maybe i grabbed eminem's package for a second (laughs) anyways so i sit down i eat my chinese food and he walks up to me and he says quote unquote i really like your sweatshirt (laughs) i was dying he liked my fucking 99 cent. Yep. Off the shoulder Rambo sweatshirt. And I'm not a starstruck person, but I am a nervous energy person. It's like that meme where like somebody asks you your name and you like say your birthday. Like I just, I'm the worst with that. I was like, do you want some Chinese food? <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> I'm okay. Thanks. That's nice though. Sure. He appreciated it. I, I told you, I really, I don't get starstruck. I'm more like analyzing what the person looks like in comparison to how they are on TV. So mm-hmm. it was really interesting to see what he physically looked like. Hmm. But I have to tell you between, there was only three of us there, my mom, my stepdad and myself. And out of all three of us, he kept coming to talk to me. Not, I'm not patting myself on the back. It was really a true because analyzation. Because you were chill. You, you're, I was being you're super chill space. about it. Yeah. I was, yes. And I think he felt- People can feel that energy. He was way more comfortable and I was really mellow about it. So that was one of the top celebrity encounters. You brought up that 
you don't get nervous around celebrities. And that is so nice for you. I actually had this exact conversation yesterday at an event that we did for Threadbanger. A library reached out to us to do an exhibit on all of our past Threadbanger artifacts. It's amazing. Amazing. You know, you've been on the internet a long time when... You're doing exhibits in a library. But I got into a random conversation with some people and they were talking about meeting celebrities because there was a lot of people that came to the event that were super excited to see us. And we had some friends come that had never really seen that interaction before because we don't talk about that shit. I don't consider myself a celebrity by any stretch of the imagination. So we were talking about how People get really nervous meeting celebrities. I am one of those people. I am terrible. I can't keep it together. I will say the stupidest shit. It's so embarrassing. But would you say stupid shit out like to anybody? Because I say stupid shit to my neighbor. It's worse. You know, whatever. It's like a hundred times worse though. Or I'll drop something. Or okay. I'll it's like nervous trip. energy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Like, just keep yeah. me away. And also we lived in LA for so long. And when you live in LA, the unspoken rule of the land is that you never approach celebrities if you're a local. Only tourists do that because this is where they work and they live. You're supposed to let them do their thing and pretend like they're not even there. There is one situation, however, where I had a couple of cocktails. I work up the courage to go up and talk to Sasha Baron Cohen, who was at a YouTube event. Heather Graham was there. There was a bunch of random people. And Sasha Baron Cohen, who is amazing, and I love him as Borat. I think he is so funny and just so poignant and he really cares about what's going on in the world. I love him. Huge celeb crush on him. I'm five, one and a half on a good day. He is very, very tall. So I have a couple of cocktails and I keep saying to Rob that I want to go talk to him, but I'm trying to perfect an accent because he always does accents. Wait, did you comment on his artistry? Uh, I did not. <laughs> I didn't try to touch his artistry. I didn't say anything regarding his artistry. He's also married to Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Yeah. Isla Fisher. So pretty. I would never disrespect her like that. Anyway, so I work up the courage and I go over. And as soon as I'm going to start with my stupid ass accent that I think I'm really good at doing all of a sudden, for some reason, I chicken out at the last second and I say, hi, I was going to come over and try to talk to you in a stupid accent, but I chickened out at the last minute. And he's like, so I guess this is just your dumb American accent. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. That is correct, sir. I mean, was he trying to be funny? It was funny. At least someone was funny in that interaction. Good Lord. Do you like wake up like three years later at like 3am oh, yeah. and think oh. about this night? You're like, I thought about it last night. Oh, see, you see. <laughs> That's the vibe we talking about vampire it. of Ugh. the week is waking up at 3 a.m. to some fucking bullshit you said to somebody that you can't get over years, years, years later. Terrible. Kills. I do it all the time. Kills. Ugh, it's the worst. And we don't wake up at 3 a.m. and think that we said the right shit. Like, we're not oh, like, no. oh, yeah, that night and... 1997 that shit was the bomb no i don't do that. think there's maybe three times where i actually have felt confident in everything that i said in an interaction with somebody wow that went really well i didn't say one dumb thing that makes me feel like an idiot maybe three times in my life maybe i'm being generous i'm trying to think yeah like sometimes when i see celebrities i play it like super fucking cool and i don't say uh -huh. jack shit one time i saw Polly d they were filming 
uh, Jersey Shore years ago. Yeah, and we actually share the same birthday. Did you touch his artistry? No, he was behind a gelato booth working at the gelato store in Miami. <laughs> That's right. That season, they were in Miami working at the gelato shop. I would say his hair is his artistry. That's what you would want to touch. He did flirt with me a little bit. I could see that. Yeah. You're definitely Polly D's type. Uh, yeah. He. Sorry, have, Nikki. I love his humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking love we, that we share the same birthday and that oh, he's a DJ. Oh, really? He's a DJ. He's born on July 5th like me. And yeah. And he loves his birthday. We should yeah, make I a big deal. Birthday. We should send him a birthday cake. Holly D, we're coming for my birthday with your spin set. Where's the that invite? That would actually be really fun. We should try to go go to one of his shows for your birthday. To do it. And then you can hang out with Vinny. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> mind touching his artistry. Luckily for you, his artistry is at Chippendales. <laughs> hey, I am on board. Let me tell you. I want to go to Vegas just for that show. Oh, But I don't think funny. Rob will come with me. <laughs> I mean, were you inviting Rob's him? not going to like it. So Rob doesn't get the invite. I would invite him, but I feel like you'd probably rather be playing the slot machines. So he could play the slot machines and we'll go celebrate my birthday along with Polly D's birthday. Because I will also throw in there real quick that we've retired the girls trips to Vegas. It's only couples trips from now on. Yep. So the husbands will be there in the vicinity, but maybe they don't have to go to the Chippendale show. We had a table at a club in Vegas and we got to dance right next to JLo. She was dancing on top of Mm -hmm. the table area. Mm -hmm. She was killing it dancing. I couldn't stop staring at her. I was trying to play it cool, but I also felt really good that night. I had a pretty cute outfit on. Remember the bouncer was like, yeah, you look good. That's when you know it's a good night. And then we locked eyes, J-Lo and I. She got down off of the booth. Someone helped her down and we locked eyes with each other. Remember that. And she gave me the up and down of my outfit and she kind of like gave me a little nod and walked away. I was like, holy shit, me and J-Lo are best friends. She sized you. That was that that music. She did. She sized me. Uh That music was really good. Where was I think that? it was Hakkasan downstairs. It was in the basement. Yeah, yeah basement of Hakkasan, hip hop room. Uh-huh. Everybody was there to see a big DJ. And we love big DJs, but we already did that that day with David Guetta. So that yeah. night, and we were so close to David Guetta that day too. That was, was a so good fun. day. That was a fun I, day. I get the chills every time yeah. I talk about it. That, that was, was a, so fun. Yes, that was a really fun day. I worked for this radio station. Party 93.1. Hey, it's Corinne <laughs> from Party 93.1. Woo! Wait, you already had a career on the radio? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We got to find some of those old recordings. I mean, I was like a promoter. And I would drive around in the Escalade and they would pay me to go to nightclubs and be like, hey guys, this is Corinne. I'm here at Voodoo Lounge in Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) I love it. It was really fun. They paid me to dance, Uh get on the radio, do a call in, drive the Escalade and drink a ton of Red Bull and meet celebrities. (laughs) Great. We picked up Kylie Minogue once from the airport. Uh Like we did a lot of different things. It was, it was actually a pretty cool job. I liked it a lot. This reminds me, I wanted to bring something up and ask you how you feel about this. There's this quaint little coffee shop that I've been going to now for a long time. Last week, I was watching Housewives of Miami. Sure enough, 
They're at this coffee shop of mine, which is like a little sacred space that I found that I love going to and recently went and they plugged the coffee shop and now it's no longer a little quaint coffee shop. Uh, it's now like TikTokers and yep. selfie lovers. That's how that happens. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. annoying for the locals, that's, obviously. That's what I want to ask you. It goes back to like how I don't really, let's just say I don't get nervous with celebrities. I also mm. don't, that ruins the vibe of the place. It's cool for a second. You're like, oh, cool. The place I always go to is on TV. Sure. And then now you can't uh-huh. get a fucking coffee there because the line is too long. Yeah. Now you have to find a new coffee shop. But it's still so good. And they made it even better. And now they even serve a little alcohol there. <laughs> I took my mom there and they were playing house music at 12 o'clock on a Tuesday. Why not? Embrace it. My mom's like, the music's really good. And my mom doesn't really know about house music, you know, right. and I'm the one I'm like, well, I have this song on my playlist. I could send it to you. That's She's so like, funny. I really like it. Yeah. Your mom's actually... going to start listening to house music. Yeah. Love I'm like, it. mom, I could set you up with a little playlist and you could jam out in your car. That is awesome. Yeah. Maybe it's like a genetic thing. We like beats. For her next birthday, you should take her out to a club. You want to come? <laughs> I would love that. Count me in. And I guess on that beat, it's time to end this episode of the Hot Cocoa Show. As always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast feed because we have new episodes every week. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and DM your topic ideas to us on Instagram at Hot Coco Show. And until next time, keep it fucking real. Keep it real. And one final thought, touch upon your partner's artistry. Love you, Co. Love you. Bye.